Hey there, lovebirds. This is Atan, Courtney, Lindsay, and Sam. And we are your I, I Do, Do crew. crew. We are four wedding professionals, each one with a different expertise. Together, we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of the best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our great success stories and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your I Do Crew. Hey there, lovebirds. Welcome back. This is episode three of Your I Do Crew podcast. Uh, before we get started, I had some quick top of the show business. I know you're all anxious to hear more of our interviews, but I wanted to give you some updates on some new things. First off, we have registered our own domain, so now you can get a hold of us at our new emails. So you can reach any of us at our name at youridocrew.com. So for example, I would be Atan at youridocrew.com, Sam would be Sam at youridocrew.com, and so on. We also have a request for you. We would like to hear your wedding horror stories. We have a number of wedding horror stories that we are excited to share, but we know that other people have had equally or maybe even more intense wedding horror stories. So we want to hear those too. We would love to share your wedding horror story on our podcast. So if you have one, go ahead and send us an email at stories at youridocrew.com. That's S-T-O-R-I-E-S at Y-O-U-R. I-D-O-C-R-E-W dot com. So we're getting back to getting to know your I Do crew. And last time you heard from Sam and me. And this week you're going to hear from Lindsay and Courtney. So without further ado, let's get to it. Lindsay, why don't you tell us about your background and why don't you tell us about how you started doing this? Sure. So I am the weirdo of the group. I've been in Northwest Ohio my whole life, um, born and raised here and still living here like a crazy person, but I love it. Um, as everybody else has mentioned, we're all BGSU grads. So I got a degree in um, like 2D studies with a focus in photography. Um, I originally started out um, wanting to go into art education. And the second that I had my first class for photography, we go into the dark room and I'm like, oh, this is my place. These are my people. So I completely <laughs> switched everything over um, to photography and, and just focused on that. Um, which was which was really, really cool. So um, before that in high school, I actually I was like the kid with a camera. I inherited my grandpa's camera gear and um, I learned how to use it. And I did like photo club. Um, I was in photo club and kind of did like my friend's senior pictures and all of that fun stuff. So that's kind of how I got my start. But I always just had this vision, I guess, of I'm going to go into art education and do the photography on the side. And then the second I went to school, it was like, nope, I'm doing photography. This is what I want to do. So it was really neat. So yeah, basically, um, in high school, my first, I don't know, real quote unquote high school job, um, was I started out in catering at the zoo, at the Toledo Zoo, and um, I was in the front of the house, so I kind of got to see, like, everything that was going on, um, you know, without directly being involved in the weddings. I was I was more behind the scenes, but I got to set up. I got to give brides tours. Um, I did really weird stuff, like I would write down, like, the vendors that brides used that I loved, and I would, like, steal programs of stuff that I liked, just like I was totally inspired. 
inspired by like that environment. It was just a really cool place to be. So yeah, it was really neat because, you know, I had, I basically married my love of weddings and my love of photography um, by becoming a wedding photographer. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool that that's kind of where I ended up. Um, My first wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, it just kind of fell together. Like it just, it just worked out. So yeah, I was um, my first wedding. I was actually asked by somebody at the zoo. They were like, Hey, I'm getting married. Do you want to photograph that? Because I had always just kind of done more seniors and families. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So that was a huge honor. I was, it was so crazy. Like just kind of being thrown on the spot, like a wedding. You're like, Oh my gosh, it's so important. But it was, it was amazing. I, I just loved it. And I was hooked. So once I got out of college, um, I actually was lucky. I found a studio in Perrysburg um, that was pretty established. They'd been around for like 17 years. And um, I started working there. Um, the owner, he taught me so much kind of like non, I don't know what I want to say, non photo stuff, like more business stuff. Um, he mm-hmm. also taught me like more computer stuff with like Photoshop and everything too. So I actually learned just as much from him as I did from school. So it was an amazing experience. Um, So I had that. And then once he kind of decided um, to kind of move away from weddings, then, then I opened Lucky Bird five years ago. So that was pretty awesome. That's cool. I didn't, I honestly didn't know how long you had been in business as Lucky Bird. I know that you, you've got quite the, um, the, the reputation around town. Every other professional that I've spoken to, you know, knows of your work, know you do knows that you do very high quality work, but I didn't know that it was, it's funny because five years seems like both a long and a short amount of time. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like a good number to tell people. I feel like I'm like, yeah, I've owned my own company for five years, but, um, you know, having that extensive background kind of behind that, I think that's, that's really cool too. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah. And I love how you were like describing like stealing pamphlets and everything. Cause that's literally what event planners do <laughs> yeah. so like you probably in another life you probably could have been an event planner because that's exactly how those minds think they want to grab ideas and it sounds like at an early age you were already having those awesome wedding vendor thoughts so oh yeah so funny yeah absolutely I was like total just like planner mode almost yeah I was like I like this person I like this color scheme like I like what the back of this program says like and then it was funny because um I actually, I married my high school sweetheart. I should say that too. His name's Austin. And, um, and it's weird cause there's like a long line of family members that have all done that as well. Um, so like my parents, my brother, um, a couple cousins of mine, and actually one set of grandparents, they all met each other in high school. So really, really weird wow. and totally random. Um, but yeah, so like when we, when he proposed to me, we got engaged. I like had this weird box of stuff and I was like, Hey, so I've collected all of these things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> throughout all my time, you know, and that was, it was just pretty cool. Cause I did end up incorporating some of, you know, either the verbiage of something or, you know, whatever it was into, into the wedding. I love that. That's, that's so valuable. I, I used to collect a whole bunch of things, but my pack writing never amounted to anything. So I just <laughs> have boxes full of crap that will never be of any use to anyone. <laughs> oh so funny. Um, so, so I had a question. I, I love that you talked about the uh it, it really really struck me when you talked about you know using your your grandpa's camera and 
So I wanted to ask, do you still use any of your, your grandpa's equipment? I actually do. So my main camera that I use, there's a camera strap um, that was my grandpa's. And my according to my grandma, she's like re-sewed the thing for me like five times. God bless her. And mm-hmm. um, she said that it's it's about 40 years old, I think. And it's from Mexico originally. And I, I still use that. That's like the one thing that it's like I can use it. And it's not, I don't know, it's not too cumbersome. It's not like it works directly with my camera just because it's a, you know, it's a strap. So. Mm-hmm. it's pretty that's cool. awesome though. that's so yeah. cool that you keep that that piece of that piece of heritage with you and ah oh, that's so amazing so would would you say that that's your favorite piece of equipment or do you have another favorite i i have some of his cameras and i have some of his lenses but yeah as far as like the sentimental value goes i i love having that strap on me all day close to me it's pretty cool mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, um, speaking of, you know, on that day, I know I've met Austin. I don't court or a ton has yet, but it's really cool. You guys have a great relationship. You're really fun <laughs> and like silly and like really dry sense of humor, which I appreciate. Um, yes. And I just love it. And seeing you guys parent is great. But I want to know, does he ever assist with the company or what are her, th- what are his thoughts when you were like, honey, I'm starting a, starting a photography wedding business. He, he was totally on board. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't like, you're crazy or anything. He was like, do it, just, you know, go forward with it. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty nice to just have somebody be like, do your thing basically. So yeah, he helps quite a bit. He's always like, if I have like a ton of like packages for clients, like photos and albums and stuff, he's usually the person where I'm like, Hey, take this post office. Um, he also, (laughs) he's assisting me now, um, in the photography aspect too. So he is going to, to be doing that. So I'm, I'm training him as well. So he, he has a lot of hats. He does a lot of things (laughs) that makes him a keeper, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think as anybody in the wedding industry, anybody who's actually a wedding vendor has to wear so many hats, especially if you're a one person show. And it's really useful for our spouses to be able to help. I just started having Jody help me out with stuff. And I'm a big control freak, so it's really hard to let go of some things. And so she has had to coach me on, you know, how she can help take some things off my hands. But that's so awesome that Austin is is right there with you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm well, it's it's getting bad now because I'll be like I'm training him in like some of the software I use. So like I'll be driving one place and be like, okay, go on my computer and do this and do this. And he's like, whoa. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. But <laughs> it's it's getting a little overboard, but but it's so nice to like <laughs> basically be two places at once. <laughs> well, no kidding. In mm-hmm. terms of all of that, yeah. it sounds like it would make it a lot easier. So then I guess my question would be for you, if you've been in Northwest Ohio pretty much your whole life, is there anywhere else that you are just absolutely wanting to live, even if it's just for a short period of time or even photography like related, if you really want to live somewhere because you just have seen all these inspiring photos of outside since Ohio is, as Sam said, flat and, you know, not mountainous and no uh, awesome ocean views or anything. Oh, man. Yeah. So I was really lucky when I was a kid. My parents, you know, they took us a lot, a lot of different places. But one place I've never been, Sam, is on the East Coast. Um, and it's definitely like on my bucket list to yes. to just go someplace over there and, and see, you know, see that side of everything thing and eat all the amazing food basically too so yeah for both photo and for living I think that would be a cool place to be go down to have it yeah absolutely oh my god <laughs> I love it. 
had to come out. The Boston had to come out a little bit. Come on. Yes. Yeah, of course. Cool. So we've heard from Sam, we've heard from me, and we've heard from Lindsay. So now it's Courtney's turn to tell us a little bit about herself. All right. Well, I think I've kind of already told everyone that I'm, you know, very young for being in the wedding industry, so it's pretty exciting. But a little bit of my background, you know, it's fine. No one ever thinks I'm 22 until I'm like, oh, yeah, I just graduated in May. And they're like, wait, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 22. And they're like, I thought you were, well, actually, I don't know how to answer that. I just thought you were older. I'm like, it's fine. I don't take offense to it. Um, You know, whatever. No big deal. So people like finish that sentence. Right. You know, like how old do you actually think I am? Like, I won't be offended, but I'm curious now. If I'm not 22, like, tell me, am I still under 30 or I don't know, you know? It's fine. Um, But I guess a little bit about my background. Um, Grew up, well, born in Cleveland, moved to Illinois. And um, when it came down to figuring out where I wanted to go to college, I really wanted to come back to Ohio since that's where all my family's from. My parents actually met at Bowling Green. So that's kind of what drew me back to Bowling Green State University. I really did not know um, specifically what I wanted to do. I've always kind of had an interest in business and in marketing. And truthfully speaking, I was like, you know what, if I do my specialization in business, it's more than likely going to set me up pretty well because everything's a business and hopefully I'll have an easier time finding a job, which can or cannot be the case. In my case, I had a little bit of a tough time. Um, I graduated in May and moved to Finley, Ohio with my boyfriend, Brandon. So Finley is significant because Marathon Petroleum is headquartered here and he got his dream job right out of college um, and he's an analyst. And in terms of myself, while I do love Finley and I've definitely got acquainted here, I really had saw myself either being down south or east coast working for a bigger, you know, event management company or a hotel, something a little more established just to kind of learn a little bit more about events and sales and how they go together. And in Finley, with it being a little smaller area in Northwest Ohio, there wasn't much here for that. So after a couple months of job searching, I finally decided, you know what, maybe this would be a good time to start a business. And that's kind of where I'm at. And things are rolling very well, I guess. I uh, can't complain there. But in terms of getting started in weddings, you know, because it's It would make sense to not just start a random business without any experience. Um, I got started when I was working as a banquet server, actually, for a country club um, in Illinois. Quickly realized that serving is not for me at all and really wanted to do more of the like planning and execution of whatever event I was serving for. Um, Food and myself don't work well together unless I'm eating the food. So serving was something that I was totally out of my comfort zone. I, I have to take issue with you because I have seen your Instagram feed and some of the dishes that you make look amazing. Oh, well, thank you. But I don't have to, you know, serve those. I just have to make them and be like, <laughs> now I get to eat it. You know, I like think you serving? need to serve them oh. to your vendor friends in Toledo, though. <laughs> I think we need to plan a dinner night because I love cooking for people because mm-hmm. I cook for Brandon and I. And then, you know, we have leftovers and Brandon doesn't like leftovers. Um, oh, and I, as much... I'm the king of leftovers. Say, so, hey. Okay. You know, yeah. Who like leftovers like thanksgiving leftovers okay well you know big holiday meals are a little different but he's not a crazy person oh my gosh oh no 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 no. (laughs) food is awesome but yeah so i guess taking that full circle we will plan a dinner night soon 
Um, choose your favorite Instagram <laughs> picture and let me know. Uh, whatever. I'm very uh, low key about that kind of thing. As long, again, as long as I'm not serving it on a giant tray and staring at it being like, I want to eat you. Please tell me that the order's right so that said person at country club doesn't get mad at me. Um, you know how that goes. But that's when I realized I'm like, okay, I want to do more of like the event side because that's, you know, when I got to see how weddings worked, um, I didn't want anything to do with food anymore. So I kind of started, you know, again with serving and busing and got to work with setup and tear down, which long, long hours of that and eventually got to handle the decor and linens and work on, um, you know, more the design aspect. And then eventually had a, um, throughout college, got into a couple internships with resorts and other country clubs and got to do the logistics of the actual event planning. Um, and that's kind of when I realized after I planned and coordinated my first full-blown wedding weekend and it went successfully, I was like, wow, um, I like this a lot. And I think I might want to start my own company one day. So again, you know, being, um, or I guess specializing in business and having that background has definitely come in handy, even though I didn't go to school for tourism, leisure and event planning. Um, they've kind of meshed together very well. And I think that's kind of a question a lot of people have given me. They're like, oh, did you go to school for TLAP? And I'm like, well, actually, how much time do you have? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm just kind of that oddball that it's always an interesting story. And, you know, I'm always open to sharing it. So kind of with that, going with that, I guess, in terms of what makes, you know, what I'm doing unique, um, as everyone might have already heard. So I'm an event planning, um, specifically wedding planning and coordinating. And so what makes me unique as a business, I would say, is I'm a one-woman team and I plan to be a one-woman team. So the value on why I decided to be one-woman team is, again, like I want to be boutique. I only want to do about 20 to 25 weddings per year and really just focus on one couple a weekend. Um, because again, I think that weddings are so important and Oftentimes people overlook them and overstress them and it becomes less fun. So my job is to provide that quality um, assistance when it comes to anything like the overall strategy, which again, these are going to sound like business words, but they are very much so coordinated to weddings, the negotiation, planning and execution with vendors, the financial side of it, um, kind of bringing in my business background to help the couple's state of mind when it comes to the non-fun things if you want to call it that. Um, but yeah, so I would kind of call myself the personalized delicate for all things wedding related so that the couple can kind of sit back and enjoy the process. Um, and yeah, so no stress, just details, kind of what I wanted to focus on and we'll see what happens from there. But that's kind of me in a nutshell. So I, I had a question and I, I, I want to jump in here because I want to kind of backtrack to, uh, to Lindsay and Sam. Because Courtney, you specifically said that you had your business classes and those really helped you in setting up your own business. And, you know, Lindsay and Sam, did you guys have any business classes or courses in your major? So I actually minored in business and I honestly only did that, which is going to sound awful. But with the tourism degree, when I was in school, there weren't as many classes as there are now. So they almost made us take a lot of business classes. So at one point I noticed I was two classes away from a business minor. So I just took a bunch of classes to make, get that minor certificate, if that makes sense. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very smart too. Yeah. Why not? That's I mean, kinda, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and that's kind of here. Here's a little fun tip from a recent graduate. Never sell yourself short when it comes to classes. If you're interested in something, do it. And if you're really close, like Sam said, to getting a minor, definitely just do it. Take the extra class. You're going to graduate on time. You will thank yourselves later. So Lindsay, what about you? No, actually mine didn't. And it's funny that, so I, 
didn't fully minor in business. I took some classes, but I actually graduated in three years. So I'm sorry, Courtney. I was that person where like, I think I had like four classes to take and I was like, I can be done in three years or, you know, whatever. So I actually, I took some business classes, um, but it was actually kind of weird, at least when I was in the photo department at BGSU. What I do now is kind of like frowned upon, I guess, as as a photographer. They want you to like hitchhike across the country with your camera and like $5 in your pocket and like take all these amazing, amazing photos. So like getting paid to actually do what I do, they're like, oh no, you should never do that. So um, yeah, so I was like the, I was like the weird kid. <laughs> where like you know I had you know the business not really minor but you know I was taking those business classes um but yeah I also you know had this path that I wanted to kind of go on to to open my own studio and and they all thought I was a weirdo so because you don't choose the life of the starving artist you you're like the exile you're, you're pretty shy. much pretty much yes <laughs> oh that's so crazy that's so funny that you would think they would want to give you skills to be able to take your passion and put it to practical use and actually make a living at it because that really forwards the industry too yeah the um the photography i guess you know classes that you take is more it's more about the craft it's more about you know developing your own film and and you learn the skills of black and white and color and then you kind of move on to digital but they don't actually do any any posing any here's how to open you know open your own studio or studio lighting or, or any of, of that aspect. And that's kind of why I went the, the way of moving to a studio before I kind of opened my own, just so I could learn those things that, you know, there were kind of some holes that I felt that I needed to fill in. So that's so funny to me that the, the major is all about the craft. So yeah. that's, that's why people have these images of art majors. And I can say this because my younger brother has an art degree too. That's why people have these images of, of those people with like berets and, you know, yes. black turtlenecks. And, you know, <laughs> I, I cannot take compensation for this. It would destroy my artistic integrity. <laughs> oh my gosh. But so we've, we've gone kind of uh, astray. Well, I just wanted to, to ask that because going through my whole college experience, both with the opera and with the computers, n at no point did they teach us anything about business whatsoever. I mean, it was literally the, the opera degree was, well, you're either going to be the next Pavarotti or you're going to wait tables. So this is all fascinating to me to hear in retrospect. But back mm -hmm. to you, Courtney. Um, what? So what would you say is your most important tool, uh, whether that be a, a physical tool or, or software, um, what, what do you, you get the most work out of or get the most use out of? Wow. Um, that is a tough question and I'll answer it this way. So in terms of what I kind of do on a day to day is I rely heavily on social media. So whether that be mm -hmm. like curating content or using content from events, um, but in terms of using content from events, since I'm starting my portfolio over now that I am, you know, a solo entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of a struggle for me right now is until I get more events booked and executed, I don't have a lot of that. So my biggest tool right now, I would say, in kind of like a backwards way, is using the connections that I have. So Sam, shout out to you again for introducing us all to each other and being the glue. But because of networking and my business background, my biggest tool really is the people. So whether the people be wedding vendors or local people in Finley that I'm meeting, um, simply just kind of getting the word out and then meeting them and kind of shouting them out on my social media to talk about what they're doing 
and how that complements my business. So, you know, until I kind of get things more established with the LLC, um, you know, eventually like the accounting software QuickBooks I'll be working with or any of, you know, again, the really heavy business stuff I have yet to get to uh, mm-hmm. just until I have more going on. But yes, the power of people and the power of social media, I think would be the best way to answer that. Cool. So you might say that at this point so far in your business, Sam has been your best tool, your most important tool. <laughs> Yes, I think that Sam deserves a crown and that she's pretty much awesome. And I, I like, okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. I truly don't know how I would have gotten all this started if it wasn't for Sam, because she kind of just found me magically and said, hey, like, let's be friends. I'm going to introduce you to all of my friends and then we can all be friends. That's literally how it happened. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. That's literally, I want that job. Can I be the job where I just make people be friends with each other? That's what I want to um, do. I would give you a 10 out of 10. So if you need me to write oh a review, God. let me know. Thank you so much. That's so, that just made my Monday, minus my dog's birthday. But um, that's too, I mean, but it, it is true about social media. I mean, I've seen you flourish from, you know, I, I think I found you on the knot and now you're making amazing posts and blogs. And it's just, it's really cool to see you. That feels like that's your element, honestly. Is that? Well, yeah, thanks. I definitely think um, over the past several months of job searching, I've kind of learned a lot about time management when you have nothing to do. So it was mostly just, <laughs> I know that sounds so terrible, but I'm not good at not busy. I have to be doing stuff. Otherwise I sit around and I'm just like, wow, I'm very bored. This is very sad. So I was kind of like, all right, well, what resources do I have to, to learn more about Again, anything that can help me in my business or, again, just sharpen some skills that I have um, if I do decide to take a full-time job in the meantime. Um, and one of them was really learning social media because, again, everything is a business. And unfortunately, for some of the businesses that have been established a while, um, a lot of them are you know, in this time phase where they're struggling to catch up with social media and learning how to use Instagram and what is Twitter and why are there Facebook groups and ads now. Um, so I kind of tried to again, you know, learn a little bit for myself, but then again, for the business and social media, it's a trend, but it's definitely here to stay. Yeah. I was going to say, I really feel like you were pointing a finger at me when you talk about those businesses that are trying to figure out what the hell social media is. Because <laughs> I have um, been... <laughs> no, but I know you only have like two or three pictures on Instagram. So if you need some help, let's collaborate. We can get some yes. stuff going for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I do. I desperately need help with my Instagram. Uh, and, and again, not just because I'm in my late thirties, but also because I struggle to figure out when it's appropriate to, you know, and again, as I'm officiating a wedding, I'm not going to take a selfie with the bride and groom. I feel like that might be eh, over the line, but, uh, <laughs> but you're, I was going to, I was going to ask you what your most important skill is, but obviously it's your, your mastery of, of social media and getting out there and networking because those have been crucial for you. And, and we really have uh, from seeing your, your business, business explode. And it's, it's fantastic to see that because you are so awesome and competent and deserving of all those things. Oh my gosh, you guys are, you guys are being way too nice right now. (laughs) Uh, I think we're we're throwing the sugar around tonight. (laughs) Yes, my eyes are rosy and I'm smiling ear to ear. It's just so weird, like hearing these kind of things and like, I'm just honesty moment or honesty hour. Um, You know, I kind of got started without, I mean, I had a plan. I'm a planner. Come on now. Um, but amen sister. Yeah. It was kind (laughs) of just like, okay, you're never fully ready to start a business. Again, I'm 22. I have a lot to learn. I want to learn a lot. Um, but I'm also a firm believer in like chasing after your dreams and being ambitious because I think we can all attest for one reason or another that time isn't slowing down. Um, Mm -hmm. so simply just kind of doing it, um, has been like, 
my my forte. Um, I had make it happen um, as my like go to phrase throughout college because I went through a lot where I didn't know if I was going to make it happen or not. And then on my graduation cap, I said made it happen. Um, nice. So Aww. that's kind of been my like go to. So hearing everyone being like, oh, my God, you started a business and you're doing good things. It's it's very humbling because at the same time, um, I feel like I'm just going through the motions and don't really know what I'm doing until someone slows down and is like, hey, like you're doing a good job. Remember that. Remember why you started because starting a business is not easy. So I yeah. really appreciate your kind words. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, well, I feel I feel bad because we kind of sidetracked and I want to get to Sam and Lindsay's questions. Um, and I, I know what Lindsay wants to ask and I kind of want her to go last because I feel like that should be our big teaser for this episode because it's really a cool thing. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Okay. So who's next then? So say, oh, so speaking of all this learning that you've so been doing sad. and um, that you're new to the industry, um, what has been the biggest surprise since you've started your company, entered the industry, started networking? I mean, what has kind of like shocked you and, um, you know, kind of made you stop and think a little bit? Yeah. So I think this kind of goes with what I had said before about people is that when I got started in the industry, I didn't know what to expect when it came to you know, being a new planner, being a new vendor, being in Finley. Um, and truthfully, my biggest surprise factor has been, you know, everybody that I've met, everybody that I've talked to, or people that have reached out to me truly care and they want to see what's best for other vendors and they want to see what's best for the area. And I don't know, you know, if everywhere is like that, or if it's just the close, you know, knit family of wedding vendors that are in Toledo that I've been so kindly welcome into. Um, I really, Again, I didn't know what kind of support I was going to have from other professionals, let alone, you know, my boyfriend cheering me on saying, you need to do this for you. Um, so don't get discouraged. And I remember meeting with a couple other vendors who are like, you know, you got to you have this high energy. You got to keep this going. What can we do to help? And me just sitting there, you know, speechless because I wasn't expecting that. So I guess just for getting new into the industry, like, sure, there's going to be more things I have to learn. But my biggest surprise, again, has just been the, the greatness of the people in Toledo. So for any other vendor that's not on our podcast who I've met with or who wants to meet with me, whatever, you know, let's do it. Um, but a huge thing. Thank you for all of the, you know, the tips and the advice and um, for just wanting to see what's best. So I appreciate it. I will say Toledo, Toledo has the best vendor. Yeah, Toledo loves yes. love. They have the best vendors and everyone is so cool. It, it's, it's really neat to be working in this area and deal with that. That's just, it's a really nice option. I definitely agree. I got lucky. I'll tell you that everything happens <laughs> for a reason. So even though I was struggling in Finley for a little bit, um, I mean, we love Finley. Honest to God, I didn't even know it was this big and the people are nice here. Um, and so trying to, you know, make Finley, um, I don't want to say the next Toledo, but kind of bring down some of the um, the vendor family to, to, uh, to Finley and kind of see what happens. So Finley was a good choice. Well, hey, I have a question for you. Since you are a planner, um, I know I've seen it on social media somewhere. You have this bride kit. So I want you to talk about what you have in this in this kit that you carry around. All right. Well, it's kind of ironic um, that you asked that because it's kind of sitting out um, <laughs> on my spare bedroom right now. Um, I've kind of realized, oh, wow, there's things in this kit that I don't even have for myself. And so now that I went out and bought like $200 worth of stuff, um, I'm kind of like, ooh, I think I'm going to use this. And then I'm like, no, wait, like you've got to remember to replenish that if you're going to use it. Um, so anyways, so this bridal kit, um, what I've learned 
um, from my little bit of experience in the industry is that as a planner, you can never be too prepared. Um, just when you think everything's going fine or nothing could possibly happen, something happens. And um, I kind of joked around um, with my bride from my first wedding that I did, which was October 7th of this year. First one as my own company, let me clarify. I do have experience. Um, <laughs> I didn't just start randomly. Um, I joked around <laughs> with the- Oh gosh, that sounds so bad. Um, but anyways, so when I was um, talking with my bride, she was basically saying like, okay, um, do you have every, like, do you have this? Do you have that? Um, do I need this? Do I need that? And I kind of told her, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want this to sound weird. I'm not trying to tell you that bad things are going to happen. But after, you know, some experience I've had in the industry, there's little things that I've learned that come in handy. And I can't imagine going to an event without it, um, especially a wedding. So just to kind of briefly go over what's in this wedding kit. Um, this has anything from painkillers to allergy pills, because you never know when you're going to need them, um, to like more of like hygiene and personal items. So anything from, you know, deodorants or sprays. Um, I even have some shaving cream and razors and I know that sounds really (laughs) weird, but there was this one wedding that I did and this bride like insisted that the groomsmen all needed to be fresh shaved, no facial hair. And of course, you know, not everyone's always thrilled with that. And I had this groomsman that swore up and down. He was not shaving, not shaving. Um, I don't know the last time he had shaved and I don't think he did either. And he was not prepared to look like he was 12. And the bride basically said like, (laughs) you're not going to be in this wedding unless your face is shaved. We are going to shave it. And we were, um, at a location where it was, I think it was, it was definitely at the resort. I don't remember what was going on, but long story short, she went and found a disposable razor and shaving cream from whoever and literally sat there while he shaved his face. Um, so now I carry that because one, it's a fun story. And two, um, yeah, sometimes people like really do forget about the little things. Um, so I don't know, again, that's kind of weird, but, and then, you know, like touching up makeup or feminine products or hair products, just the little things. And then some not little things like white chalk, which comes in handy for stains. Um, so the wedding that I did again, October 7th, um, the bride and the groom did a first look and she gave him the biggest hug and it was the cutest thing and her makeup got all over the collar of his white shirt Mm. um and it was kind of like okay how do we want to get this stain out um so I tried my tied to go pen I tried makeup remover wipes I tried you know like light sanitizing wipes that I knew would not stain or discolor the shirt and eventually we just were like okay this makeup um, this makeup artist knew what she was doing and she did a great job. However, we cannot have the stain in pictures and we covered it up with white chalk and it actually works and then it washes out of the shirt. So that's just a little bit about the wedding kit. So if this is foreshadowing anything, I think uh, wedding horror stories might actually need to be the next episode because I think I have a lot of them. And I know everyone else does too. It's yeah, amazing how that out. chalk works. It is amazing. It, Cause like I, the first time I heard about it, I was like, there's no way that works. There's no way. And it, it does. It takes it right off. I had, That's impressive. you know, oh, sorry. Go. <laughs> Didn't mean to butt in there too, but it is a ton. Very impressive because like the, kind of like Sam was saying the first time I saw it done, I was just like, who thought of that? Whoever thought of that is a genius because I would have never thought of that. Um, but it stays on really well. And like, as long as you're kind of being paying attention and kind of cleaning up any of the little like dust particles that might get on the outside suit jacket, it doesn't like wear off or wear onto the suit or the tie or the bow tie. Um, I don't know. So the power of chalk is crazy. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So if anyone wants to know more about this magical kit, 
Um, I do have a blog posted that has a picture of the kit and explains um, what all is in the kit and breaks it down by category. Again, if it's, you know, personal use or medicine wise. And then I actually have a little bit of a section in that blog that gives you some non-traditional uses for some of these items. Um, so again, like chalk, people would be like, well, why is there chalk? Oh yeah. Chalkboards, you know, cause that's a trend right now. Well, actually surprise, it covers up stains. So if you're wondering, check it out. Website is CourtneyShale.com. Um, but yeah, I just want everyone to kind of know that you can never be too prepared. That's fantastic. That is so cool. Uh, I really feel like our listeners are going to be able to get to know each of us a little bit better with all that info. So what I want to know is what do you guys have coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks? So for me, um, Toledo Wedding Guide has a lot of exciting things happening in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are finalizing all of our advertising for the magazine that will be released in January of 2018. So if there are any vendors out there that are interested in advertising with us, you can shoot me an email. It's sales at ToledoWeddingGuide.com. Uh, you can also look on our Facebook page and get more information, but we are finalizing all of that. I also just started my own networking group. This isn't necessarily just for wedding vendors. It's for all professional women in the Northern Ohio area. Um, we just had our first meeting last week and we're going to be starting that again um, November in November with a, another monthly meeting. So you can check on Toledo Talk Tales on Facebook and get more information about that. Cool. Good. That sounds really exciting. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, what about you? Well, I am in the thick of it right now. So it is full blown fall. You know, I'm sure you know, since you said fall for you is crazy too, but mm -hmm. between weddings and engagement sessions and, and everything, I'm that's, that's pretty much my next few weeks is, is getting all those organized and ready to go and, and doing them. Yeah. So you have so much after the fact that it blows my mind after yeah. the actual wedding day, all your editing and, and creating the packages. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, people don't even realize, you know, for as many hours as you spend photographing the wedding, you have at least, at least that amount of time, you know, behind the scenes, if not almost double. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, wait, it's not just swiping Instagram filters on all the no. pictures. That's not how, oh, no. okay. just, it's not just pressing a button. That's what everybody's like. Oh, your job must be so easy. You get to go to parties <laughs> and you just hang out. And I'm like, no, that's like 10% of it. <laughs> How, how do you keep from killing those people that say that? <laughs> you just smile. <laughs> You're so That's nice. So <laughs> yeah, you sounded so lovely there. So, um, so now you said you'd take a max of 25 per year. Yes. Yeah. I, up to okay. 25 weddings is what I do. So, you know, the nice thing about that is, is I really just get to focus on my couples and yeah, it, definitely when it comes to the editing and everything too, um, mm. my turnaround time for couples is really fast. It's like two to three weeks. So I know everybody always appreciates that too. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Some people I know are like three months and I'm like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I uh, had a couple of weddings that I did and I was asking the couples said, you know, I'd love to see some pictures of the wedding. And they told me that they had uh, it was six months before they got anything. And that was mm -hmm. crazy to me. Crazy, crazy. Well, I was, I was curious how many you had coming up because I have. Yeah. My fall is nuts. The the rustic outdoor fall wedding is the thing right now. Yes. And so I have three weddings this weekend. I've got one Friday evening, one Saturday uh, early afternoon, and then one Saturday evening. And then next week, I've got a Friday, Saturday, Saturday as well. So it's bull crazy for me. Yeah, I have craziness. I mean, it started 
September and it goes, it's just nonstop between either the weddings or the engagement sessions until like, I think it's like November 18th, whatever that Saturday mm-hmm. is. That's the, after yeah. that, I kind of have a break until, um, until New Year's Eve, but yeah, it's just full blown chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How about you, Courtney? Um, well, I kind of have a few different little projects that I'm working on, and I don't think I'm in a place where I can reveal any of that yet. So stay tuned. Um, but Ooh. the biggest thing that, uh, Secret, yeah, secrets. I know, very exciting, but it'll, again, I don't want to jump the gun on anything yet. Um, but I guess the the normality of what I have um, for the next month is I have my second wedding, um, and that mm-hmm. is going to be November 17th. So just kind of working with the, the bride and the groom and the mother of the bride to get some of the final details put together. Um, pretty excited for that, especially because I have this heart for November weddings because I want to have a November wedding at some <laughs> point. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's very romantic and not quite super wintry, but... I, I don't know. From a planner's perspective, November weddings are great because, you know, it's after the busy season. Um, mm-hmm. And for anybody who's listening and is wondering what month to do it, most of your vendors are hopefully not going to be as busy. So they might be more available to you. And venues are going to be a little bit cheaper depending on the venue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong here. Um, but because they don't have that busy season of weddings and they really are trying to get business in the door in the colder months. So some more tips and tricks on that later. Maybe I'll write a blog about um, things to look out for or or something like that. Not sure. But anyways, more weddings, planning and some secret, uh, some secret stuff that I shall reveal with everyone here soon. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. I I have a soft spot for November weddings as well, because I had a November wedding, November 15th, 2008. If anybody oh, wants to it. track my anniversary, we are coming up on nine years this year, which is awesome. Oh, well, that makes me so excited. Yeah, in just under a month. So, yeah, November weddings, excellent. So that's what we've got going on, but we'd love to hear what you have going on. And, again, if you have any questions for us, we'd love to hear them. Please feel free to email us or tag us on social media. Once again, I'm Atan Smeltzer with Weddings for the Ages. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm Courtney Shale with Lifestyle Courtney Noel. You could also find me on Facebook and Instagram or check out my personal website at CourtneyShale.com. This is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me online using the tag Lucky Bird Photo. And last but not least, Samantha Bean from Toledo Wedding Guide. You can find us on ToledoWeddingGuide.com, Facebook, and Instagram. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any questions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at youridocrew at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.